The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hello and welcome to an episode of Off Track. The only problem with the my with my, my computer um, is the B key doesn't work. <laughs> I love how much you just you just interrupted his intro. But like, yeah. But like, unless you type "bitch" a lot, I think you'll be okay. No one cares. Okay. I <laughs> James has never in a hated today. Steve Jobs more than I do at this moment. It's hard to hate a dead guy. I was gonna say that I have some great I, news for you. I really, really don't like Hitler. <laughs> So, all right, we should definitely restart that. I don't think we should. I don't think we should. We're in a time crunch because someone's free all day, except for the right in the middle of the time that we wanted to do our yeah, podcast. Yeah, how much? How I'm much sorry. of an asshole is Tim? Like that's so funny. It's like, oh guys, we got to record today, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm free. I'm like, I'm free. James like, I'm free, and then I suggest a time, which is our normal time. Keep in mind, and Tim's like, nah. It's our normal time, it. but not our normal day. Yeah, but the point is you were like, oh, I can do any time except 2 uh, o'clock. No, I disagree. I said I'm free. I didn't mean I was I was completely and totally unencumbered for the entirety of the day. I meant I'm like available most of today. And I am available most of today just except for that 40-minute window. <laughs> That's the only thing I have to do today. Is that I can't meeting. wait to make you late for this because of James' technological <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about this. So we all, if you're a listener to the show, you're well aware of a few facts. One, my internet sucks. We know that. Two, you are aware that both Alex and Thim decided to encourage me to get a new laptop to aid with our ever-growing podcasting situation. And I did. They both, at the same time, separately, not talking to each other, sent me a link to like, here, this is the computer you should get. Cool. Click on the link, hit pay computer shows up life's been great so i come downstairs today to start recording and my laptop's dead it hasn't been plugged in i've been out of town for a while last couple ones i've done on my ipad so it's dead it's fine so i go to plug it in the problem is we know my wi-fi is bad so i've got to plug my internet in but there's no internet there's no ethernet jack you got to use one of the what is it thunderbolt ports or whatever Mm -hmm. right but my microphone, which uses a normal USB, also needs that. So the power, the internet, and the microphone also need that. And this beautiful machine that Apple's created that you two both told me to buy only has two ports. <laughs> so I had to choose. To, I was like, I need internet. I need power. I need a microphone. But I can't have all three. So I had to choose. <laughs> so that's why I've got earbuds in. I'm sorry if my audio quality. Why is this even here? Get out of here. Sorry if my audio quality is not up to normal standards. Are you also, also recording on your phone? 
No. Should I be doing that? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so wait. So off track note, listeners are about to notice a a change in quality of James's voice right now. So uh, my they question, sure my question is, why can't you listen through your headphones but still talk into the mic? Because the mic needs a plug that I don't have available. So if you want to let me charge my laptop for I don't know, say half an hour, and we could start at you know like one thirty. Oh wait. <laughs> I could so do really 30 guys. <laughs> Interesting. You know what? All right. So last week, I feel I like you need to get it. an adapter. Yeah, like a dongle. Let's, like let's a dongle. independently can you, send them a dongle. Can you, you have you a dongle? Split, can you split not for that? <laughs> Who do you have one for? Mm. Oh, I've got the, the dongle for splitting headphone jacks. Sure. I don't have a dongle for splitting. You need a thunder dongle. They do a thunder dongle? of thunder. Yeah. 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 Well, Tim, if you want to make up for the gross annoyance you've caused me today. Well, all right. I want to talk about. Also, you have our credit card, Tim. So, That's like true. our Austrian credit card. So. But I think I have our money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think I owe you guys money. <laughs> uh, okay. I want to talk cool. about last week. So, I couldn't make it last week for some personal reasons. And it was one and, of the uh, best shows we've ever had. Yeah, the according of to tweets. Everyone on Twitter. Every single one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you bring like, some of my very good friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Like my buddy Jackson listens to the show because I make it. And he was the first one to be like, yeah, best week, best episode ever. It was so a Jackson, very. you, dude. <laughs> it was a very good episode with a lot of in-depth analysis of the Long Beach race. That and was. Now, this is going to be such a decline because there's not even any racing to talk about now. I mean, so now it's going to seem like I'm the reason we don't talk about what they like. Well, it's because you know nothing about it. That's true. I know very little. So there was a race. It was Bristol Dirt Race. And I'm, I got to be honest, as much as I try to follow NASCAR and all, all racing and love that they do something different by doing a dirt race or whatever, I was, I was busy all weekend. And I literally did not catch any of the race. I did read that there was a failed slide job attempt on at the last lap. That cost Tyler Reddick his maiden cup win, and Kyle Busch snuck through from third to take the win. But that's about all I know. That's about all I can tell you. I, there was one funny thing that I read early in the I weekend. What if we gave Kyle any inspiration? Going into the race. <laughs> Some motivation from our. Here and say no. From our. From our. Never mind. Yes. Uh, God, I hope. Uh, yeah. I hope his phone was, was on silent. Clearly, anyway, clearly didn't. Wait, were you, you guys were texting him day of? No, no, that's rude. <laughs> we Hold were FaceTiming him. Anyway, yeah, good job, good job, <laughs> Kyle. Um, uh, but one thing that I did read that was funny is they got there and the dust was so bad, and the visibility was so bad they couldn't see the wall and they had to after the first session literally paint the wall black so that way it stood out more because with the dust and the sun they couldn't see it. guys like were coming off the corner and just straight driving into the wall because they couldn't see it would you guys ever want to try a dirt race have you no. you've never done it, i mean right? i tried I, it for sure yeah i just raced in mexico for a thousand miles and purely yeah, nothing but, okay, dirt, but i mean but, like a yeah, dirt, no, I mean, like a dirt oval hmm. yeah i mean oh. i got to i got to do some laps at eldora in the srx car last year 
And it was a ton of fun, man. Like I would, I would love to have done that race or something similar. Cause that was awesome. Yeah. Now getting into like a wing sprint car. I don't know. Those things, those things like doing, you know, 87 barrel rolls every time. something yeah. wheels, Actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cart- something goes two. wrong with those. That goes very wrong. It goes very wrong. Yeah. Which, you know, We've seen uh, Connor Daly have that issue. We watched Santino Ferrucci have that issue. Not a great recent track record of IndyCar guys getting into, uh, you know, dirt cars, whether it was sprints or midgets or whatever, and not flipping. So Fair. Fair. We can talk about our bourbon trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys, uh, you went down for the bourbon, Indianapolis Bourbon Society, right? We sure did. Uh, IBS's second annual in four years uh, bourbon barrel selection. You heard that right. Um, Is that COVID biannual put, or dual annual? Or what? That'll be semi-annual. Wouldn't semi-annual annual yeah, be, be like, twice? Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be biannual. Yeah, you were right. Biannual. Um, but it's not because we did one, then missed two years, and then did another one. So it's not yeah, really none of that. None of that counts in the COVID years, right? So that's why we call it second annual, even though the first one was in 2019. Um, so yeah, for the Stop and Go Foundation, we do a couple of different fundraising events, and we like to sell bourbon bottles signed by racing drivers and what have you. And so we have to go procure said bourbon barrels. And the wonderful people at Buffalo Trace Distillery have let us come now twice down to uh to pick a barrel and so which is which is an accomplishment in and of itself that they let us come back yes that is true that is true i think we were a great time the first time though. no i think we're a great time i just think i think i think the group of us it's it's a lot for some people you know should we i mean should we like as a thank you promote buffalo trace on this podcast we should i think we're doing it right now yeah all their beautiful products oh here we go who would have thought that Buffalo Trace makes Fireball? That's something I learned. We did Buffalo learn Trace that. makes Fireball. Sazerac, which owns Buffalo Trace, yes, huh. and 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 they use Canadian whiskey in it because and that's the secret. They don't want to ruin good whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more that Canadian whiskey tastes better younger, and so you can make it faster. Please tell me about how many young whiskeys you like, James. <laughs> I said better, not good. Jeez. Well, so, yeah, we all met, right, we so met, you picked everything we out. The, we picked the, the barrel out. We met the head distiller, uh, Harlan Wheatley, which was kind of cool. That was a surprise. That was not expected on the trip. And, um, yeah, we had a great time. And we were we ended up staying in Lexington, Kentucky, which I had never really been to before. Cool town. Lexington, Kentucky is a cool spot. Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky uh, gets after it. I think it helped that there was like, there's Keeneland um, racetrack, which is horse racetrack, and they have two massive events every year. Um, one is in April, and the other one's in October. So we were obviously happened to be there during said horse racing event. We didn't go watch any horses because, I mean, you had bourbon. You had some had, bourbon to tend to. We had bourbon to to discuss. And Alex doesn't like sports betting, so. Yeah, and also, no, yeah, I, I've, yeah, like, I wouldn't even know what to do. You know, do you go for the trifecta? Do you go for the winner? Do you go <laughs> to show place? The I don't know. Trifecta I mean, I, using I don't know. words that you shouldn't even know those words. Just Although it does, it does remind me. Like, I do love our Kentucky Derby story. That was a really fun. Event. That was a great event. You know, the way when, the way when we, we were did famous it. enough for ESPN to want to. <laughs> 
you know, do stuff with us. Why yeah, you have we'll to ruin that, James? What, how did, <laughs> what did I do? We, well, the second thing you did for ESPN. Oh, yeah, that one didn't go so well. <laughs> that one was not as popular among a certain, certain dem- very demographic. Very small demographic of very important people for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, weird. Wildly popular for the masses, but less so for yeah some some key players. Um, yeah, but solidarity. Yeah. I can get naked if you if you want. I mean, I mean, are you already are you wearing pants right now? It's neither here nor there. Yeah, you specifically told us you refused to put on pants before this episode. I'm a man of principles. Mm. Guess. And questionable morals. Uh, Tim, how was your how was your Thanksgiving? No, what was it? Easter. Easter. How was your Easter weekend? Yeah, it was good, man. It's Hazel's spring break, so uh, just having to like find shit to do to keep a keep an eight year old entertained. But no, we had a little Easter egg hunt with uh, with one of the neighbors, and why don't you know, just fun. go down to Daytona Beach like everybody else? And Fair point. Bars and... <laughs> they frown on that with with an eight year old. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, maybe when I'm, she's I'm, nine. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a parent, so I don't really understand how that works. What the rules are. So, what 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 activities did you do to keep your eight year old entertained? We we painted eggs. We had an Easter egg hunt with some of the neighbors. Uh, drove up to Malibu the night before. Um, got dinner up there and went to the Malibu Creek State Park. Just kind of had a weekend. Yeah. So now I'm like trying to, I don't know, plan out the rest of the week because you realize, you know, these kids. You got to keep them entertained. Like it's mm. when I grew up, I grew up in Indiana. We just went outside, but there's not really a lot of outside to go out to here. It's like, I can't just go send her to like the park across the street. Cause right. There's a lot of, uh, cause it's a, a strip of, mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a strip mall. It's a very nice fashion mall with yeah, beautiful the, restaurants and stores. And come on. I was trying to not say where he lived. That's fair. I appreciate that. Um, so I don't know. We're gonna go. Avenue. <laughs> but that's fine. Neither of you are right. It's five uh, four, one it's... zero. There you go. There you go. Nah, damn it. Um, four two zero would be interesting. Yeah. There. So I don't know. We got to figure out. We're gonna go to like the Academy Museum, and we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go to Universal Studios, and just try and you know fill the days. I love Universal Studios. But, uh, all right, I was talking to my brother about something because um, he was kind of surprised. He's he's into IndyCar, but not so much F1, but he's got a lot of friends who are into F1. So he was asking me about um, the Grand Prix in Miami. And he was like, okay. oh, you know, what does that compare ticket price-wise to, like, a, you know, something in IndyCar? And I, I know, like, F1 is a lot more expensive, but I didn't realize how ridiculous those ticket prices are. Well, I think this is a pretty unique event uh, in terms of that. I mean, yes, F1 tickets are by and large more expensive, but um, I think like one grandstand ticket was $1,000 before tax at this point, you know, this close to the race with the popularity that it's seeing. I saw in the family section, it's $2,000 a ticket. Right. So like the cheapest one you get is 1000 bucks before tax. And uh, I did see someone on Twitter add up GA prices for every IndyCar race for the entire season. And it was like $1,068 or something. <laughs> so you can yeah. literally go to every single IndyCar race for the cost of just going to Miami. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's wild, man. But I've heard that like the effort they're putting into this event, like it's going to be wild. I think we talked about that video that was like a 3D animation of all the different hospitality spots around the track 
Mm-hmm. There's dozens. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable. Red Bull energy stations, wild. There's around the Hard Rock, they built a 24,000 square foot beach, a fake bit of ocean that they're bringing yachts into. Like, again, we talked about this. It is nowhere near the water. And they have <laughs> yachts trucked in to make this like the coolest event. So I'm floored it's gotten quite that high. But, uh, wait, wait, but like, isn't that justification for it to be that high? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, I guess. It's just, it's it's crazy to me that an event that hasn't happened yet had that kind of demand. And, I mean, it's, it's like, it's got this, like, it's got this fire festival vibe to it, you know? Like, they're, they're <laughs> trying to do it, but, like, well, I was with a much more reputable <laughs> group backing it. But, yeah, I, I hope everybody shows up there and gets what they paid for and, well, and I saw no promise. The paddock passes were $11,000, and they're mm-hmm. sold out. Yeah. No, so that's yeah. that's not paddock passes as you would think for IndyCar, right? So there that's is paddock no club, right? It's paddock club. So there is no there's no access to the paddock as a fan, which is why I think IndyCar is so great for the fan experience because right. I don't care how much money you have, you cannot get into the paddock unless you're an invited guest of the team and of those there's only like six that they can give out. Period. Um, so what, what's $11,000 is paddock club, which is their version of like the hospitality, um, which is like the only official F1 hospitality you can go to. There's no other options. You can go obviously buy a suite from the track if you want, but if you want the actual F1 hospitality experience, yeah. Write a, write a five figure check, ladies and gentlemen. And it's, I mean, that's the most expensive, but it's like, you know, it's the lobster dinner and, and bacon wrap filet mignon champagne. Like it's, it's the whole deal. It's like a. Top of the line hospitality, still exhaustively expensive. What's funny is a friend of ours um, owns a company that sponsors one of the drivers, and they get a certain number of paddock club tickets per event as part of their deal. And they were telling me that, you know, they're a, they're a smaller partner, and and they were they were telling me that they got a call from F one saying, "Hey, so we sort of oversold paddock club. We're going to need your tickets back." And he was like, "Nope." Not how that works. They're like, yeah, like some like Saudi prince or some royal family from somewhere wanted to come and we didn't know he wanted to come. So we're going to need your tickets back. And he was like, nope. <laughs> sounds sounds <laughs> as, like a as, new problem. Right. As he should. Right. Like, uh, a thousand percent. He should. And so they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just find a way to stick another table of six into this hospitality and it'll be fine. And, and that's what they did. But, yeah, it's the the demand for tickets, the amount that people want to go to this one. <laughs> To the roof, and Alex is going to be there, so he can report live from the grounds during race weekend. I won't be reporting live from anywhere, um, but I will definitely talk about it when I get back. Um, you, got, you got an extra paddock pass for me? No, I sure don't. Um, <laughs> if I did, it'd be fifteen grand. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> 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 I I'll be interested to know, like what the impression is because I get the feeling that a lot of the people that are going to this haven't been and they're going because it's Miami because they've watched drive to survive, right? Because formula one's gaining traction in the U S the people that go to Coda, I feel like you go to Coda because you're a race fan. Like you go, I feel like you go to the permanent road courses because you're, you're into motorsports, right? People that go to the street courses go because they want to party. Right. And they imagine (laughs) it's going to be this like, I also party, which, which it will be right. But it's not, I mean, they're advertising it as Miami. It is, it is not at all Miami. <laughs> um, it's not and, South Beach, that's for sure. Right, and the part of, of Fort Lauderdale that it's in isn't that nice. Like, it's, I mean, it's fine, 
right? But it's, I really hope people that are spending all this money aren't expecting it to be like a street race that they would imagine they've seen in Monaco or Singapore. Right. Or Montreal even, right? Like it's, yeah, it's going to be a very different experience potentially. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how, how it all comes off. Ultimately not our problem, James. Sure isn't. Sure isn't. But it's going to be, yeah, like you say, interesting, uh, interesting to see because yeah, I feel like the number of people that are going sort of purely based on their love for drive to survive, like that's, that's definitely jacked up the ticket price and like the demand and thus the ticket price. And I'm not sure how those people are going to enjoy it because you don't get to see the cars up close. You, you know, there, there might be some people that for sure, a lot of the people are just going for the party, like for the, for the festival, for the atmosphere or whatever. But if you're going to like try to be involved in the right, you know, in 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 ingratiated within the, a team or something, like you're not going to get that experience that you get at a NASCAR race or an IndyCar race. Absolutely it's not. Very different. And I literally just pulled it up. So keep in mind, this is the middle of the day, right? With no event going on, and it's a 45 minute drive from yeah, either Miami. downtown or Miami Beach to get to the track. Right. So. So I guess I don't understand that. Why? Why aren't they? It's F1. Why aren't they racing in Miami? Well, I mean, they I'm sure they would have loved to, but ultimately the city slash county decides. And so fair enough. Um, well, this actually ties into there was some news over the last week that uh the CEO of Formula One, Stefano Domenicali. Domenicali. Yeah. Uh said that even like older established races need to earn their spot on the calendar. With, with more stuff coming in. And then there's a ton of speculation that they might drop Monaco. And I saw no. like Pierre Gasly was like, Can ne- that should never happen. And a bunch of people came out, but no, I mean, so, so it's all posturing. It's all, it's all politics. So this is a very interesting thing for, for people to know. So every single country that hosts mm-hmm. a formula one race has to pay a sanctioning fee. Right. And that sanctioning fee is somewhere around $30 million. It, it may have gone up slightly since, I left. Monaco <clears throat> is the only one that has never and will never pay a sanctioning fee um, because their whole point is without you, you are completely nothing. Like for, Formula One without Monaco, and, and there's a lot of truth to it. It's like Formula One without Ferrari. Every year, there's always, especially when they're renegotiating the Concord Agreement and, and going through all these regulation changes, you have these threats from Ferrari and Mercedes and Red Bull. Now, obviously, Mercedes and Red Bull are starting to earn more of their kind of, for lack of a better word, dick swinging power, right? But they mm-hmm. will never have what Ferrari has, right? Because F- Ferrari is very aware that Formula One is not the same without them, just the same reason Monaco. So that's all Stefano's way of trying to scare people into accepting higher fees. But ultimately, Monaco will never go anywhere, and they will also never pay to have Formula One come. I, so you really think that they won't ever pay? No. Why would they? Because it's still a big event for the for the country, the city, the do town. You, like, do it's the do you know? Thing. Do you know the the massive inconvenience that they they don't need the the, the tax revenue? For sure not. They don't, they don't need, need any the revenue. mass. They don't need right. They don't need the inconvenience of shutting their one street down. They don't. No one needs that. Like they're fine. So why would they why would they spend money for something that they know is not going to leave? So 
Yeah. Why wouldn't it, why won't it leave though? Because I, I see your, I see your, I see your argument. I'm not sure that one event has the same power as that team, as, as Ferrari, as one team could, right? Ferrari races in every one of the races, their absence, I think would be felt greater than the absence of one race on the calendar. Now, I agree with you. It shouldn't go anywhere. I'm not trying to argue that point. I'm just trying to think from the from the series standpoint, if they're getting $50 million to go to Bahrain and nothing to go to Monaco and they're now run by a big corporation that all they care about is profit, do you think maybe they would be willing to call Monaco's bluff on no sanction fee? I'm not saying Monaco should pay $50 million. But maybe maybe they have an argument that they should pay something. Potentially. I'd be very interested, and I'm trying to look it up, but that's a hard one to, to look up. Aside from a season finale, if the championship's coming down to it, I, I wonder if Monaco attracts the biggest TV numbers. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, yeah. I, um, who pays the sanctioning fee for the I mean, I see American that. The, the city of Austin, actually. Really? Yeah, I have no idea who pays it for Miami. So 2018, the most watched Formula One race was the Monaco Grand Prix. Um, 2019 was Italian Grand Prix in Monza. 2020 was... That's weird. Budapest. That is weird. That's, that's really notoriously one of the worst races. Was it yeah. that did the championship come down to that race or something? No, no. no. And then 2021 was Abu Dhabi. So, okay. So it's it's not as if it's the most. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe I just I don't I don't see it. But maybe. it's not like the 500 in the in the IndyCar calendar. It's very different. It's Certainly very different. Not, no, because you know the 500 gets six, seven, eight times the viewership that yeah. any other race does. So the value is much bigger. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting, interesting situation. I mean, it's, uh, I just, it's just nature of big business, right? Like now that Liberty owns F1, they're going to start trying to find ways to squeak out more profit in every possible corner they can. And that'll, I hope that comes down to a battle because it'd be kind of, it'd be kind of fascinating to see who, who blinks first in that game of chicken. I, yeah, yeah, I would, I would, uh. I would definitely take the spread, you know, if I was a sports better on, well, it sounds um, like, yeah. on uh, Monaco getting their way. But, you know, they really need to just cut a couple races because 23 is way too many. Well, they're not going to if they're getting 30 million each time. So they're going to go the they NASCAR sure route and just <laughs> race all the time. It's a big difference, though, when you're going from like Charlotte, North Carolina to Richmond, Virginia and going from. Yeah. Oxford, England to Singapore, you know, when you're trying to do that every weekend, it becomes a bit more of a bit more of a human problem. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A release came out today, speaking of street courses, that Nashville has made a couple small adjustments for their race in, uh, in August. Namely, that the restarts will take place where mm-hmm. the starts have been taking place down into turn nine across the bridge, which I think is probably a good move. I think that makes sense. What what else? I didn't see this release. What else was there on there? Anything um, like any sort of circuit changes or not? No, they're, they're oh. smoothing out that bump in the turn five little S's section up the hill there. Yep. Um, then they were, they were actually going to narrow the entry to turn nine a little bit, which is fine because it was eight lanes wide. So they're just narrowing it down to allow for some more hospitality suites right there now that it's kind of the official first turn of sure. both the start and the restarts. And there's, you know, trying to smooth the bumps out, uh, the transitions on the bridge. So, <clears throat> you know, as, as you'd expect, after first year at a, at a venue, there's going to be things you can improve on and, and do a little better, and they're going to do all of those things. They're also adding like a, like a world championship jet ski race happening on the river under the bridge. While we're racing, I think. Wait, that's while you're racing? Cool. That's kind of Maybe awesome. Maybe not like at the same There's, time, oh, man. Yeah, like over the well, weekend. Imagine yeah. if it was at the same time and we had the first ever IndyCar into jet ski accident. Like some some catastrophe, somebody goes off the bridge, hits a jet ski. I hope everybody be all right. That would be awesome. Yeah, like there's almost bit. no scenario where that can happen and everybody's going to be all right. But yeah, I see enough. what you're getting at. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, some... I feel like the dude on the jet ski would be pretty <clears throat> yeah, messed yeah. up. All right, also, the enough. dude strapped into a sinking Indy car is probably not going to be in great shape. But yeah, all the other I mean, jet skis can come save him. Yeah, yeah, because hard. professional yeah. jet ski racers are are known for their you know <laughs> rescue abilities. Well trained in Indy car driver extraction. Yes, and and diving. Um, Obviously, well, cool. it would be awful, but. It would definitely just, make just stop. the highlight real just on SportsCenter. Uh, yes, so <laughs> kudos to everybody at Nashville for all the efforts to make that one an improved event. Brunner agrees. Don't worry. I think, I think, I think mine are about to go off because I think Becky's coming home soon. Um, you guys can't hear that, can you? Oh my <laughs> <laughs> Not even over my microphone. I could just hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I looked around. I was like, "Is that in my house?" <laughs> oh well, God! So it's it, we're recording on Monday, which is different. Uh, supposed to be some testing this week, but it's snowing in Indy right now, right? Or it snowed last night. Well, 
It snowed I mean, last night. It's all gone. It wasn't real snow. But yes, it was kind of like a dusting of sorts. Dusting. It was like yeah, slushy um, snow. What's what I want to talk about is I want to know how our boy Mr. Anonymous is doing with his dating situation yes. with his study group friend. Oh wait. Oh yeah, also, yeah, yeah, we haven't done one of those yet. Have any more people Asked for dating advice. That's a good question. I was going to say that's just that just that just just must mean that that, no, that just must mean that we did so terribly with the first one that (laughs) no one was like, I don't want their opinions on anything. (laughs) I won't even ask those guys what car to buy because they clearly don't know anything. All right, guys. So we haven't done we haven't done our our relationship advice in a while. Relationship advice from James and Alex. it's not just relationship advice. It's I, ask I mean, Alex. You know, let's make it just relationship one, advice. No, let's my first <laughs> one. Oh, that's risky. Our, our first one just happened to be a, a dating-ish social kind of thing. And then Tim wasn't here last week, so we didn't do another one. We would no, love I, to find out how the dating so the original, is going. The original intent was kind of for it to be kind of like an Ask Annie, right? Which <laughs> is mostly relationship-based. I guess it can be life. It doesn't have to be... <laughs> A love interesting it can be life ish but sure. it's turned into and we mentioned this the first time this guys this is not an open invitation just to ask james and i questions it's on, it's on ama yeah i mean james might <laughs> want to do that i certainly don't so this, <laughs> this, this is more of something that we can all laugh about not at you but laugh about our probably very inappropriate terrible slash advice. terrible yeah. advice not give you questions about you know What's it like to go through turn three at Indy? It's awesome. So, anyways, Tim, you had a one that kind of we, came through that kind of makes do, sense. We do have one actually asking for advice. Um, so, guys, I'm getting married in October, and I have five people standing with me. I have four guys and one girl. I've got custom Leathermans for the guys, but I don't know what to get for the girl. She isn't super girly in that she would like a manicure set or something. She does like bourbon, but I got her a bottle when I asked her to be in the wedding party. Uh, so he's girl basically asking, great. First of yeah, all, this girl sounds awesome. Uh, he's asking what uh, what he should get for the the wedding party. I mean, if you know she's what a Leatherman she, is? Yeah, it's like a multi tool thing. Yeah, I did not. I did not. I, I think I've gotten like three of them as groomsmen gifts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not, well, not to say that this guy isn't super original and it's a great gift. No, right, it's awesome. I love them. Right. <laughs> they're great. Um, I would say, especially if she's a bourbon drinker and you've already given her a bottle of bourbon, I would get a nice, like, custom, like, a engraved flask or something. Oh, nice. Uh, to, you know, to to use for bur- that bourbon and other bourbons. And, you and can that put, way like, she a, can a nice also message drink on it or the while date she's standing on it up there with you. That's actually yeah. a great point. That's actually yeah. a very good point. It's going to be very handy. I've often and- carried flasks with me as a groomsman. <laughs> And quite honestly, like could could give you, Mister yeah. Man, that's getting married, a little sipsy, um, Connor. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a win for everyone. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of liquid courage before uh, before the I do's. I mean, feels like we just solved this one really quickly. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> See, guys, we're pretty good at this. So again, askofftrack at gmail dot com. Is that the is that the email address? Yes, askofftrack at gmail dot com. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, send in other requests uh for advice because we're killing it uh, we're assuming old boy guys. is yeah we're assuming old boy i mean the question like you have to it's, it's what do i get so, that's a question I, we know what you mean 
Hopefully, old boy's, you know, on his third date already with girl from the study group. Yeah, and please reach back out to us. We definitely want to hear how lo- that. Could you imagine if it's his wedding and he's like, I have a <laughs> girl from the study fast. group. That's <laughs> it. You, he really, talk about shoot your shot. Now it's going right for it. <laughs> this, this woman is going to love her new flask. So, I mean, we're two for two. We're batting a thousand. Yeah. Throw us any and, and all uh, requests for advice. And we will help make your life better. No. Not guaranteed. Uh, so, yes, the two days of, of testing at the Speedway. Always fun to, uh, to get out there for the, uh, the, the spring training open tests, whatever you want to call it, and, uh, and see what you got. Are you, do you like this test, Alex? Or is it sort of like we do 40 hours of practice there anyway, so why is this necessary? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we talked about it last week potentially on this show but maybe not um yeah i think this test is kind of annoying just because the weather is never quite quite there it's never quite good enough um and this week is no exception so it's going to be pretty cloudy pretty cold pretty pretty misty in the morning so uh, it's (laughs) it's a tough one like yeah i guess it's good to get a car that hasn't been on track yet this year in terms of your 500 car get it on track make sure there's no like glaring issues um but i always feel like you leave this test scrambling because you know it's it's green there hasn't been cars on it for seven months there's no rubber like it always feels terrible you kind of do your first run at, at like what the race downforce was last year and you're barely flat type thing so it's I don't know. I, I don't enjoy it. Um, but ultimately, like I said, it's good to get the car on track and, and good to, I guess, get your eye in. But um, yeah, we'll see if it, even, the, if it even happens. The plan is for all currently registered cars to be running, right? Like yeah, it's no, not every, everyone will be on track. It's so 32 cars. 32, because yep. we're still one short. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if we can fill that 33rd anytime soon. You know Tim's thrown his hat in the ring. I'm he sure has. I'm, I'm sure, you know, Michael, you're listening. Um, if you want to add like a 13th car, <laughs> I'm around. It'd be a 14th, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's most likely going to be the landing spot for the last car. But who knows? Who knows? And for the record, it is not going to be an NBC-funded car for me, which was an idea thrown around the internet, even though that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I wonder if we could finally use the peacock chime. Do the... Oh, the, yeah. The, <laughs> I think we probably could in that case. I'd work that into the deal. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Make it We'll drive for theme song rights. <laughs> and money. And also money. Well, though. yeah, no, mainly, yeah. mostly money. Mostly I use it money. for goods and services. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. I, I, um, Alex uses it for a mattress. For what? For what? A mattress. He just stacks all of his cash ah. into a mattress ah. and sleeps on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it helps because everything's in ones. Right. <laughs> yeah, amazingly, it only actually takes thirty eight hundred bucks to make a bed out of yeah, ones, not, not out of singles. It looks pretty cool. No, it's like it's like it's cheaper than some mattresses, if right, I'm honest. Right. And yeah, it makes yeah, you feel I, like I, a bit of a baller. I try I to get all mine in quarters. I want to just I want to Scrooge McDuck dive into a pile of money, so I try and convert everything into quarters. Right now, I got oh. like Ooh. at best a foot bath. I don't think that would feel great diving into a. I also don't think you'd quarters. get what very a way to go. <laughs> yeah. Look, no. he made it work. Are you trying to say Scrooge McDuck wasn't accurate? 
Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, it's always been, always interesting when when Thim's back and there's no racing to talk about. But we appreciate you hanging on for dear life. Hopefully, you made it this far. I don't think anybody did. And uh, I don't think anybody did. No one's Next listening. Week, we can definitely... just admit I'm DB Cooper. No one's listening. <laughs> I was the second gunman on the grassy knoll. <laughs> you you look grainy enough to be in that video. <laughs> Dude, it's so bad. Like Is it really? Yes, it's it's funny because on mine I've ever seen. On mine it looks normal, which makes sense, I guess. Dude, but it just got worse as you were talking about it. <laughs> it's it, it actually when you take a picture, oh it cleared up. That's a shame. And then it got bad. Maybe if you start talking, start talking. And for the record, this is me plugged in. This is my hardwired Ethernet internet connection because the internet in this neighborhood is just balls. You look like a side character in an N64 game. This is kind of irrelevant, um, but it's kind of relevant. So I woke up this morning to my entire my entire neighborhood power being out. And so here's (laughs) here's the thing with that. Not a big deal. I don't care. Like, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, there's light to get in. It's not the middle of the night. Fine. Um, I knew how to open a garage based on, you know, I, I grew up and had my power go out. My parents told me to pull the little red handle and then you can just lift the garage up. So that wasn't a big deal. I didn't grow up with a gate. Um, <laughs> did not even know where to begin. <laughs> On how to open a electrically powered gate in front of your driveway. Um, you drive your pickup truck right through. You it. just you you make a jump with cornhole boards is what you do. <laughs> so stage coming through big on getting you out. Yeah, it was it was quite a interesting. I, I <laughs> it must have been so funny for the people walking their dogs past me this morning as I was out there in gym shorts and a sweater. <laughs> Freezing my dick off trying to watch YouTube videos based on a model that was kind of like mine. And Why didn't had you just a, watch the videos had, in your house? Had a stack of keys in my hand because I didn't know which one was the key that potentially was the key that I thought would be the key that would override it. I know now, though. I figured it out. <laughs> and I bet that key is in a very, very open, easy to access, safe place, well labeled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that was pretty entertaining. When we, I was at yeah. the gym, and Alex had told me yesterday what time he was going, and he had not shown up. And I thought maybe something came up. And then our trainer was like, "Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's still he's still working on getting out of his house." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "The snow? They barely snowed. What do you mean getting out of his house?" I'm like, no, no, power went down and his gate stuck. He has no idea how to get out. I'm like, that's <laughs> awesome. Could like. Thank God there wasn't an emergency. Like that. <laughs> well, you couldn't have driven through about, it. That is true. That would cause a lot of damage to a lot of yeah, things. But it, yes. Okay, I guess it would depend on how big of an emergency. The level of emergency. Yes. Right. Right. Um, that is. I mean, you know, I'll just I'll call it as it is. I mean, that's that's a pretty awesome first world problem to experience <laughs> on a Monday morning. Yeah, my it's auto, just not something you think. My of, automatic gate wasn't open. <laughs> It's not something you think about when you have such thing installed or you buy a home with such things. It's just you don't think about, oh, what happens if the power goes out? And then he walked in the gym when he finally got there, and he's like, on top of that, my wallet's too small for my 50s, and my diamond <gasps> shoes are too tight. 
Oh, man. Well, guys, I can't wait to one day have good internet. I really hope that there's like a Elon Musk satellite orbiting Indianapolis one day that I can just hook into. Old Starlink. I can't wait to have a house well, with a generator. So that also is a key move. I have two minutes to tell this call I got to hop on, so I'm going to go enjoy this Buffalo Trace since I didn't get invited on the trip. And, uh, you know, go make a Monday morning out of it. I will yeah, pay you sure $50 did. to take a gulp right now. Oh, f- no. It's 11 a.m. 50 bucks. Yeah, fair I enough. I, think I, would, I haven't had breakfast. I rolled out of bed to do this. I haven't had breakfast. <laughs> I'm sorry, you rolled out of bed at 11 a.m.? It's 11. It's 11 now. We started at 10. I had to get out of bed, walk Teddy, feed him, do all that jazz. So, yeah, I, I slept in. It's Hazel That's spring fair. break. I'm enjoying it. You know? F- it, you guys. Where's, where's Hazel? I mean, she's at her mom. That's irrelevant. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> You don't get to just ignore your kids' needs because it's her spring. If anything, like she's, she's at her mom's, you know? Okay. All right. Well, guys, thanks for watching. Alex, have fun driving. Watching? Thanks for listening. Have fun driving in circles, Alex, at the Speedway. I think um, this week is the strongest argument for me not being on this podcast. I mean, couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Could not agree with you more. So, guys, uh, definitely reach out on Twitter if this was the worst episode ever, and we'll do the math. You don't have to hurt his feelings. We know what you're saying. They already and... did. They already hurt my feelings. They right, already well, hurt my feelings. Let's double week. down. Be very public about it. Tag uh, at what, what's your name? The Tim Durham. Yeah, at the Tim Durham <laughs> on Twitter, and tell us all how much worse it was with him here. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Fim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean fit. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.